Hi guys, thanks for listening to Library Overload. This is Susie. And this is Tavia. Don't forget we've got a blog that you can check us out online. It's libraryoverload.home.blog. We keep show notes there. Every single book we mention will be listed on there as long as some fact checks because we're crazy sometimes. And you can also follow us on social media at Facebook and Instagram. We are Library Overload there. We are very excited. Welcome to Spooky Month. Happy October. It's still 90 degrees. Yeah. I saw a meme the other day. It said, uh, congratulations, it's fall. Offer not valid in the South. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. It's still, Uh, uh, I think, 94. Chattanooga just hit, uh, just broke a record on how many days in a row it's been over 90, and it was like 112 days. Nice. Um, I know it's not Florida, but it's Tennessee, and it's October, and it's 90 degrees. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I hate it so much. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Please, Montana, send us your snow. (laughs) I mean, I don't want snow. I just want like 15 degree, 20 degree dip. Mm. Like if well, we could just see, be around the 70s, I, like continually. I don't love the fall when it's still the middle, like it's 60 degrees in the morning mm. and at night, but it's still like 90 oh, degrees. Yeah. I hate that because you have to dress in, in layers, layers. Mm-hmm. and that annoys me. I don't like to change clothes throughout the day, but I, w- I would yes. love for it to be 67 degrees. That's a very specific number. That's the degree that my house is always at. Oh, ours is 68. So yeah. I can see that. I need it to be 67 because it's just cool enough that I can sit comfortably under a blanket on the couch. It reminds me of uh, Miss Congeniality. <laughs> <laughs> What's your idea of the perfect date? April 27th. <laughs> it's not too hot and it's not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. Yes. I mean, brilliant answer. No, you know. she's right. She, she's right. Okay. So anyway, in honor of October, which is also my birthday month. Woo-woo. Happy birthday, Tavia. We're going to kick it off right, and we're going to do an episode all about thrillers. Because this is thriller in the night. We're dancing. I'm doing the thing. I don't know what it is, but it's the thing. The thriller thing. Yeah. Sure, we know. I mean, I don't think it's like an actual monster. I think he's just being crazy. He's just like, ah. Yeah. I was doing the movements for that. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> we really do need to, like, live this one day. Like, live stream it. Right. Because the motions that we do. <laughs> yeah. We're lots of fun. All around awesome. Yeah. I am also drinking a beer because it is 6 p.m. Yes. And I need a beer. And I'm drinking Coca-Cola because I'm 90% Coke in my body instead of water. I just need to remind you. That I've cleaned a car battery with Coke. I have heard it all before. So just imagine what it's doing to so your So do insides. you want to get started today? Or would you like me to go <laughs> first? <laughs> you go. Okay. Well, I have a bunch of girls today. I'm very excited. Girls are doing lots of things. <laughs> are they? Are Do they have their back to you? No. Okay. Well, one girl kind of does. Okay. I'm okay. very excited about the girls. <laughs> so I'm going to start out with The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which is a really fun book. I like Oh, it's very dark. Yes, it is very dark, but it's really 
fun to like it's I guess not fun but it, but it's like girl power kind of fun yeah but also it's just like a really enjoyable read like you're suspenseful there's okay. the word I'm looking there's for the word I have heard that it's a a, a difficult book to get into like the first chapter I've heard hmm. like setting up the story yeah. is difficult I did not have that problem okay I've not I've not read it so mm-hmm. I don't know I will say I have not read the series I only read the first book everybody knows you haven't finished a series it's fine that's not true I, I finished the Curse of the Gods series that I talked about a couple weeks ago I finished it was this that the last smutty week. series I don't need your judgment man <laughs> this is supposed to be a judgment free zone I'm just I'm laying the foundation. Okay. I finished um, that one series. What did you finish? Ruin Boo and Bear. Rising. Oh yeah, Siege and Storm. Yeah. There we. What's what's it called? The Grisha's trilogy. There we go. The Grisha. Grisha, Grisha, Grisha. There's no E's in I was Grisha. Just, I was just reading a book about greasers, <laughs> and they kept saying greasers in it, and I think that's where that came the from. The greasers. Right. <laughs> so anyway, I have digressed. Back to the girls doing the things. Mm-hmm. So this girl has a dragon tattoo. Tell me about that tattoo, girl. Okay. So basically, the premise is we're in Sweden. There's lots of snow. I would love to be in Sweden right now. I kind of would, too. I think it would be fun. Anyway, so Harriet Vanger has, she disappeared 40 years ago. And she is in the family, the Vanger family is like Sweden's wealthiest family. So they're stupid, stupid rich. So 40 so years ago, she disappeared in the middle of family dinner. Like everybody was out at the, the family has an island. Oh. And everyone was on the island. Okay. And she disappears out from under their noses. Does she go swimming? Dum, dum, dum. Fast forward 40 years. Okay. Michael, M- Michael Bloomkist. That was so good. <laughs> it was not even close, I don't think. <laughs> it's M-I-K-A-E-L, Mikhail. It's probably just Michael. And then Bloomkvist, B-L-O-M-K-V-I-S-T. Blomkvist. There we go. That was so good. Blomkvist. <laughs> these, Swedish, these Swedish names are rough. I'm okay. clearly... Swedish. Right. Okay. I had to think about it. I almost said, I don't even want to say what <laughs> I, I almost said. Okay. So he's an investigative journalist and he's kind of in a lull in a weird place in his career right now and he needs the money. So the head of the Vanger family hires him to stop all of his other life activities, come live on the island for like three months and investigate. 40 years later? Yeah, the girl disappeared 40 years ago. So the thing is, the killer keeps sending the grandfather birthday presents. Oh. Every year on his birthday, he, uh, on, it's because it was his birthday, I think. Oh, okay. So they were celebrating his birthday. Yes. Okay. And so every year on the anniversary, he gets a present. And so it's past, just past the anniversary. So he's like, you've got to figure this out for gotcha. me. So Mikhail or Michael or however you want to say it. Um, enlists, Mikhail. Sure. He enlists the help of Lizbeth Slander. Now, she's mm-hmm. the girl that does the things. Mm-hmm. She's the one with the dragon tattoo. She is really interesting. She's a hard ass. Yes, but she's... she In was, the best way. Yes. She was a ward of the state, and at some point they deemed her mentally uncapable. Mm. Even though she's high-functioning, she has zero tolerance for your garbage. So, so like me. Right. But apparently in Sweden, 
that they don't like that. Right. So they took control of her money. So she has to prove that she's a capable, responsible person now. And her. So it's basically like um, Britney Spears and her conservatorship. Correct. Yeah. Except Lizbeth didn't really do a lot of things that. I mean, they. She was just a product of the system and it just didn't do well for her. Britney's fine. Yeah. I totally understand Britney's meltdown in 2007. The older I get, it makes perfect sense. She was just tired of people touching her. I get it. Leave Britney alone. Do you remember that meme? <laughs> Leave Britney alone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Lizbeth is really awesome. But her guardian guy mm-hmm. kind of tries to take advantage of her. There's some dark situations. Mm-hmm. There are some scenes that are really graphic. It's very triggering. I have heard, yes. Yes, very triggering. Mm-hmm. But it is a really good thriller like you don't know who the killer is you don't know what's happening it up until the very end i was like shocked very good and that is an older series and um i've never read it never seen the movie and i have never been spoiled on it yeah so it's way to go um, readers yes and also he wrote the first one and put it out there but then and i'm sorry i didn't say this but that's by steeg larson excellent um um, i'm trying real hard (laughs) I don't want to butcher these Swedish people's names. <laughs> it's S T I E G. Yeah, that's their right. Steve. No, but okay. I was I was gonna um say perfect enunciation oh, thank on you. the Stig Larsen. Thanks. I'm really trying not to screw it up. <laughs> Having a name like Tavia, okay, mm-hmm. lends you to getting your name mispronounced a lot. So. My favorite is Tavia, right? Because you're classy. Classy. I'm classy bitch. But also, sometimes people put in uh, like a V in there and call me trivia. Oh, I like that though. Cool. You, you have all sorts of <laughs> stupid trivia in your head, though. This like, is true. like all readers. But so, like, right. I would, I would be totes fine if someone called me trivia. All right. <gasps> Can we make that happen? You cannot start calling me that, but I will start calling you that. Yes. Okay. That that can be a thing. See, you'll be nubbins in my phone, and I can be trivia in yours. Sure. Getting back to the point I was trying to make, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is the first book in the Millennium series, and Stieg Larsson actually died before the second two were published, so they were published posthumously when The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo did so well. I used to pronounce that word posthumously. Legit. (laughs) (laughs) Twas not until about a year ago. That makes it almost sound like after it was funny. I know (laughs) I know so I never used the word because I was like this is weird I don't like this word yeah (laughs) literally learned it about a year ago that it was posthumously that's funny and um that series actually just had a book come out last week really yeah the girl who lived twice I believe like literally just came out yeah yeah well it follows I I believe it mostly follows Lizbeth Mm -hmm. the series but Mikhail or Michael whoever however you want to say he's in there too but wonderful we do figure out what happened to harriet so that is a good thing you know some some things leave you hanging like oh my god you didn't say who the i don't remember you saying who the person that went missing was i thought i said harriet vanker oh maybe i totally blanked on the first name i was literally like harriet the spy (laughs) sure what happened to her (laughs) (laughs) you're ridiculous i'm gonna need you to like focus your attention (laughs) 
very long day. You're funny. Okay. Anyway, the girl with the dragon tattoo, really awesome. Very good. Trigger warning, but really awesome. Very good. All right. I'm going to go weird. Shocking no one. So we're going to go Dean Koontz, who is, he can be really bad or he can be really great. He's very prolific. He's got a ton of books. But no, but for serious, like I've read a couple of his that were just terrible. But then there are some of his that I love, including this one. It's called Life Expectancy. It is uh, one of his that I have read a few times, actually. And you know I don't reread stuff that's not good. So Life Expectancy by Dean Koontz. This is about a man called Jimmy Took. Jimmy the Fish. I don't know why that... It's like a, a I monster went, name. I went to full of a toque. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, I'm reading this other book and it's very mafia heavy. And so right. I guess Jimmy the Fish is where I went. <laughs> is he swimming with the fishes? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. So Jimmy Took or Took. It's T-O-K. Took. I'm going to call it Took. Uh, Jimmy- I'm glad I could help with that. Thank you. So Jimmy, the night that Jimmy is born, his dying grandfather, he hasn't spoken or moved in several days now. He suddenly sits up and speaks very clearly that Jimmy will have five dark days in his life mm-hmm. and names off the dates. Oh, that's crazy. So creepy. Jimmy can look forward to it. Yay. Here's a very welcoming Christmas chris- yeah. christening present. So Jimmy's father, who is the grandfather's son, uh, witnesses this, writes it all down. But he's like, this is kind of weird. I don't really know if this is going to happen. But the grandfather also says at what time Jimmy is supposed to be born, his height, weight, all that jazz that comes with new babies. Length opposed to height would probably have been the more accurate description. Baby stuff. Cool. He gives it all right. So his dad is like, well, maybe dad had a point. So they keep these dates and some weird shit happens <laughs> on these dates, including clowns. So if you're scared of clowns, it's Ooh. hella scary. Interesting. So it gets really good. But so it's super creepy. Some crazy stuff happens to him. But you also get to see Jimmy fall in love and have his first child. So mm-hmm. you're with him for about a decade because oh, these cool. five these five dark days um, happen through his 20s up until he his 30th year well that kind of stinks that he had to cram them all in early. i know they're all in his 20th decade of life well couldn't the gramps have like sorted that out a little bit you better would think maybe make one or two like when he couldn't remember it right um but no he was real rude um but it's really good and of course seeing Koontz, he has a way of writing things that can be super comical and I love that. I like that you can also be, like, you can be filled with suspense, but he'll also make you laugh. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy that. And That's this good. one especially is super funny, but super suspenseful. I really enjoy it. That's and good. I hope to reread it again this month because I haven't read it in a while. So I'm excited. Cool, cool. And October Book Bingo is all set for thrillers yes, and I'm scary, very excited spooky about it. things. I am ready. Yes. I am not so much. But... <laughs> It's fine. All right. So back to girls doing things. Mm-hmm. Now we're on to The Girl on the Train. Ugh. And this is by Paula Hawkins. This is one I made you read as a buddy read, I think. And I didn't like it. I, I liked, I didn't hate it. I think I gave it three stars. So I liked it. 
the movie was garbage so don't watch the movie is that the emily blunt it, one yeah um it just i don't think that this kind of book can be made into a movie successfully i don't think it's in the cards for all books to be movies or series or whatever what else did paula hawkins write um i think she is very concerned about females because there's like a woman in the water or the girl in the water into the water or something like into that. the water i think something i thought there was a girl involved a girl in the water I don't know. She is kind of popular right now with something that she did recently. It's got a very pretty cover with like water and flowers on it. I want to say it's Into the Water. And I read that one too. And it was also garbage. Mm, Interesting. Lots of people are raving about that. I mean, I mean, lots of people like to each their own. um, But I'm not a fan of her writing. Uh, A lot of people liked The Girl on the Train too. It's the, um, it's the unreliable narrator. Yes. Don't like it. Me personally, right. I, I, I'm not a fan. Okay, so this story involves Rachel, and Rachel has problems, mm-hmm. and as Susie has pointed out and ruined it for everyone, she's an unreliable narrator. I'm it's just kidding. in the first chapter, guys. I'm just kidding. Lord. Um, but so she takes the train, and this is set in England, by the way. Do love that. They moved the movie to America, which I thought was dumb. Didn't they do that with um, that Reese Witherspoon HBO show? Big Little Lies. Uh-huh. It's it's normally set in Australia, but mm-hmm. didn't they move it to California? I haven't seen that show. I haven't either, but I'm, I'm pretty sure Reese can't do an Australian accent. Yeah, I don't she's think She's too she, Tennessee. She's super cute, though. She's precious, but... She's precious. She cannot do Australian. Anyway, so she takes the same train to work every day, and at the same spot, the train has to stop, so they do like a switch on the line thing. So the train stops for exactly one minute. And every day she looks over and she sees these people in their pretty houses doing these things. Well, one day she looks over and she sees something shocking. Mm. And then the train moves on. Oh, my. And then she goes about trying to figure it out all by herself. Unreliably. With um, very little help with any from any police. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't believe her. They don't care. She because she's an unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, I thought it was really interesting. It's like the, you know, you glimpse just half a moment of an, of a situation. And you know, no, you know, nothing else about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you confer your own ideas onto what actually happened or, you know? Oh my. Yes. But I thought it was really, really good. Maybe that was too many reallys. I thought it was really good. I give it three stars. I thought it was good. Ah, there we go. <laughs> good? Question mark? <laughs> but it was intriguing. Yeah. Um, I was surprised at a few of the things that happened. Um, did not expect some of the stuff that came out of the situation. But yeah, I think you guys should give it a try. All right. I'm done with girls doing things now. I'm so glad. All right. I somewhat have a theme with my books um unfortunately mine all have child abductions well that's it's very sad but i didn't realize that until i was making my list and i was like oh that's maybe you have a maybe you have a thing a type what it's weird i uh, yeah i don't read a lot of thrillers so apparently the ones that i do Mm mm-hmm don't know <laughs> but this one is brand spanking new uh, i was very scared to read it it is called the whisper man by alex north yes i was wanting to read that one as well 
So I heard many things about it. There's a podcaster that I really like um, from Currently Reading, and she talked about it a few podcasts ago and said it was very scary. There was a point about halfway in the book that I legit got chill, like got chills. Yeah, you texted really me. Really nervous. Like, like real I was scared. like, I was like, it's daylight. I'm in a very bright room, but I'm hella scared right now. <laughs> but that was that was the worst of it. Oh, that's so good. I was okay. It was it was good. fine. Good, good. Um, I think it's terrifying for parents mm-hmm. expecting like it's your worst fear to have your child abducted. So I totally get that. So this one is about Tom and his son Jake. Tom's wife has recently suddenly died Mm. and they've lived in the house for about 10 months and it's time for them to move. They've got bad memories there. Mm -hmm. So Tom and Jake move across the country. Is that across with a T? Yes. They move across the country uh, of England and brand new town, brand new house, all of that. So right before they move, a young boy was taken on his walk home. And he's been missing for about two months now. So Jake uh, joins school, and it happens to be the school that this young child it has been missing from. Mm-hmm. And so it makes things tough for him. Well, this town 20 years ago had a serial killer known as the Whisper Man Ooh. because he would lure children out of their homes by whispering at their windows. That's creepy as hell. No, it's terrifying. So this they they caught the serial killer. He has been in jail for 20 years now. And yet all of a sudden, Jake starts to hear whispering at his window. Nope. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, real terrifying. <laughs> it was very good. Yeah. It was very good. I gave it 4 stars. Wow. Yes. For a thriller I, that's scary? I I really enjoyed it cuz it was like the good kind of scary mm-hmm. like I'm so scared, but I've got to keep reading. Right, you have to know what's happening. That's the best kind. So it was super good. Like, things came out of nowhere. Like, literally gave me chills. Mm -hmm. I'm in my very bright work office. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, my God. Lights are going to start flickering. (laughs) I was so scared. But it was very good. I was super pleased with it. I'm glad I talked myself into reading it because I was really nervous. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that you chose it. I'm a big old chicken, but I was like, this will not defeat me. (laughs) I can beat this. I'm a grown up. I can do this. (laughs) I'm a big girl. So, but I did make Chris, I was, I was trying to finish it, like hurry up and finish it, uh-huh. but it was nighttime. So I was like, Chris, don't you dare leave this room while I finish this book because <laughs> some shit is happening. And I was getting really nervous. That's hilarious. But it was very, very good. I, I highly recommend it. It does get very creepy, but keep reading. Okay. Sounds good. Well, my next book that I'm going to talk about, I'm very excited about this series. I love it. I've read almost all of them and that's the Robert Langdon series ah. by Dan Brown. Now, I didn't know these were classified as thrillers. They are indeed. They're Interesting. they're more like mystery suspense thrillers mm-hmm. than like scary thrillers. Sure. But they're they're definitely thrillers. All right. I looked that up. Fine. <laughs> um I really enjoy the whole series. Um it starts with Angels and Demons, I believe, and then it goes to the Da Vinci Code. People usually get those backwards. Well, like because they did the movies backwards. Right. Yes, um, but they my are favorite, really good movies, though. Yes, they are. My favorite one is Inferno, and that's the fourth book in the series. Now, the fifth one, Origin, 
No, maybe that's the sixth or seventh one. Anyway, Origin is out, and I haven't read that one yet because was a little wordy getting started. Mm. So I just kind of was like, I need to come back to this later gotcha. because I had just finished um, The Lost Symbol, I believe. So reading two back-to-back was just it was a lot for me. Gotcha. But Inferno is Robert Langdon, and this is set in Florence, Italy, so it's really cool. Very pretty. Yes. yes. And he wakes up in a hospital with zero memory of the last couple of days. Oh, goodness, Langdon. Yes, but he's left himself clues to piece together what happened, so he has to solve the mystery. The One of the clues that he's given is, in X number of days, a mad scientist um, is going to unleash a virus that will kill off half of the population of Earth. Oh my. Because this scientist believes in overpopulation and things like that. Right, Thanos. <laughs> right. So he believes that we're going to kill the Earth. Which we are. If we don't fix it. So he takes it upon himself to do it. Right. But the prim- premise of it all is set to Dante's Inferno. So Langdon's puzzle with the guy that set up the disease... He's laid out a puzzle to solve, and Langdon has to solve it to stop the thing from happening. And it's set to Dante's Inferno. So they're in Florence, and like Dante's death mask is there, his church is there where he was. Florence was Dante's city, and he got exiled, which was really interesting, too. I didn't know that. But I love the art history. I love the actual history. And, you know, I mean, people die. There are scary things that happen. It's thrilling. Sure, as history can be. <laughs> right, but it's like just the perfect amount of real history and made-up stuff to make you think, like, did, <laughs> did that happen? Was that real? Like, in Da Vinci Code, that's what people think, that it really happened, but it's just enough real history to make it credible. So it's very interesting. Right. I like all of the series, but Inferno is my favorite one. Uh, it's just more, more intense, more high pace. And, yeah, I just like it. It's fun. Very good. All right, my next child abduction. I've got The Child Finder by Renee Denfeld, I believe. Um, So Madison disappeared in in an Oregon national forest three years ago. Most of the park rangers, they assume that she froze to death because they were trying to pick out a Christmas tree. Mm. It was snowing and a blizzard hit. So they just assumed that she got lost in the snow and she unfortunately passed away. Well, her parents, of course, are hoping for otherwise. And Naomi is a kind of renowned child finder. Mm. And she's successfully found children that were missing, that had been killed Things like that. She it's at an least, interesting thing to be known for. It is. Because Naomi was once a lost child herself. Oh, so it's personal. Yes. So she wants to help find the lost children. Whether makes it's sense. a good or a bad ending, she at least wants to give them closure. Right. That makes sense. So this was very interesting. There, uh, Not a lot is, is told synopsis-wise. And and so I don't want to spoil anything, but the antagonist, I've never read 
before. Oh, interesting. You've read a lot, so that's that's really inter- intriguing. It was, it was very interesting. Cool. Um, but yeah, I will. I I liked it. I thought it was good. It's the first book of a series. The second one, I believe, comes out in a few months. And it was it was really it was really good. You get Naomi's perspective as she's hunting. You get Madison's perspective uh, because she's taken. And so you kind of see her as a five-year-old kind of figure out a way to survive in her own little world and make things as best as she can in, in the circumstance that she finds herself in. Interesting. So it's it's really interesting. I, I thought it was really good. I'll be I'll be more intrigued. It didn't end on a cliffhanger, but it did end with a oh man, uh-huh. what's gonna happen next? So I might I might continue it. The book oh, so is, it's a series. You said it is. The second that. one comes out in a few months, but it like again it wasn't like mm-hmm. a cliffhanger. It was just more like ooh I wonder kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very short book. It was like two hundred and sixty pages. So I knocked it oh, out wow. in just a few hours. Yeah. But yeah, it was very awesome. good. I liked that it. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I just want to briefly touch on one. I started this one, but I am only about 50% through with it. But I did just want to touch on it real quick. Uh, that's The Neon Rain. That's by James Lee Burke. Mm. And this is a book that my husband wanted me to read because he wants me to watch the movie. Um, the character or the series, there's a, a whole lot of them. It's Dave Robichaux. And this is the first book in the series. And one of the movies he wants me to read is like the fourth or the fifth. Like he's gone through some wives by the, the movie. But <laughs> if I, I said, if I'm going to start it, I'm going to start it at the beginning. Of course. So he wanted, he suggested that I would read this because he thought I would like it since I read the Pelican Brief. Okay. Uh, so this is set in New Orleans. He's a New Orleans police officer. He's gone fishing one day and he finds a body. But the place that he's fishing is outside of the city of New Orleans, so it's not technically his district. Gotcha. It's in, like, a parish, you know, another parish. But he kind of goes poking around because he wants to figure out what happens. Well, he ends up mixed up with some Colombian cartel guys. Oh, my. And they tell him, you know, mind your own business. And he keeps digging. And it's really intriguing so far. I don't know what happened. Like I said, I'm about 50% through with it. But some observations on it. It's set in... The 80s. Okay. And that's when so it was like published no, as 87. No DNA, like anything like right. that. Okay. But that being said, in the 80s in Louisiana, everyone is immensely racist. Ugh, yeah. So there's lots and lots of derogatory words. And the mm. girl that they found is a, an African-American lady. The dead lady. So, and then the Colombians, they're Hispanic, so they... Lots of derogatory terms, mm-hmm. but it's it's intriguing. I'm gonna finish it, and it's only like 280 pages, nice. so it's really not that. I just didn't get through it. <laughs> gotcha. But it was a, it was interesting, so I just wanted to mention that one. Well, when I was at the used bookstore a couple of weeks ago, Chris actually found an R.L. Stein book for like 10 cents, and so I picked it up because it's called Halloween Night. Yeah. Like, of course, why wouldn't I pick right, it up? obviously. Um, I have started it. I have not finished it like oh, you. Okay. Because it's immensely juvenile. <laughs> like, Is it a Goosebumps book? No. Oh, I didn't realize he wrote outside of the Goosebumps yeah. series. I yeah. I didn't realize that. It, it's, it is a series titled Halloween Night, and I huh. need to check and see how many of them there are. But this is the first one of the series. 
but yeah, it's not goosebumps and it's not a choose your own adventure or anything uh-huh. like that. It's cool. just this series and it's, is it an elementary or a middle grade or they're old enough to drive, but it's just like my cousin stole my boyfriend. Like, <laughs> could you, could you calm down please? Like, but if your cousin stole your boyfriend, that's a very serious offense. Then you punch her in the face. Maybe in Georgia, where you were raised. <laughs> I, mean, I don't go around punching my cousins. Of course, they didn't steal my boyfriend, so it was fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. They're planning a... For their English class, they have to write a murder mystery. Oh, that's fun. And she's super mad at her cousin and her boyfriend, so she decides that they're going to die in her murder mystery. <laughs> that sounds like being a teenager. I mean, it's just you know. so dramatic. I don't. I, do you remember being a teenager? We have one under the roof right now, and everything. <laughs> I know is everything dramatic. is life or death when you're a teenager. Yes. yes, I do recall being a teenager. But it's just reading about it now is just <laughs> super annoying. I can see that. But I am going to finish it just because it's R.L. Stein. Mm-hmm. Like, I do want to read it, especially now that we're in, into October. Right. But I thought I would mention that, too, just because I was like, oh, blast from the past. <laughs> right. Like, I read a lot of the Goosebumps books. Oh, me, too. Um, they were the younger. first, like, scary things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember once I read one of the goosebumps things and like the ghost had carved on his window seal or whatever. So I thought that was really funny and I carved on my window seal and then my mom wanted to kill me so I could be the ghost. Yeah. She was not pleased that I did that. <laughs> I remember the, um, like the choose your own adventure ones mm-hmm. and I was such a nerd. I would start reading it. And when it came to like, if you want to go right in the fork, you go to page 93. And so I would choose right and I would write down what decision I made so I could read it again and do the other. I would read both options, but I would not take notes. I've made notes. That's so I could, really, it would be a different story every time really I read. Special. I'm yeah. You're special. I know. You're a cute little muffin. I know. <laughs> well, I think that's kind of all we have for the thriller episode. Yes. Jumping into October. We have mentioned, but we're really, really excited about our October lineup of episodes. I'm so excited. I have not picked my buddy read yet. I just really what if can't you make decide. it like Halloweeny? Halloweeny. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Big Bang Theory, my favorite show on the planet. And Raj is planning the Halloween party. He's like, we're gonna have Halloweenies <laughs> and Draculoni and cheese. <laughs> yes, so much fun. Yeah, I could do that. I got um in my owl crate. A spooky book, so that would be Ooh. fun. Yeah, I'm I'm down to down to play with some some spookies, some spookies. I actually have a couple of different ones we could choose from if we wanted to make it spooky. What's up to you? It's your birthday. Yeah, go, Shawnee. It's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get sued like four times in this episode. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not charging people to hear me sing them. Okay, you can do that some other time. I will let you guys know when my concert is. <laughs> Don't you worry. That's funny. So, yeah, maybe we'll do... I should have it sorted out by next episode. You better. <sighs> <laughs> um, I had a train of thought, and my train derailed when you said that. So, it's gone now. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, so thrillers. 
That was fun. We're trying to synopsis, synopses, do synopses of the stories without giving you guys too much information. Sometimes I think we, we overload you. Excited. Yes. So we're kind of trying to dial it back a little. Let mm-hmm. us know if that is successful. <laughs> and I guess we'll see you guys next time. All right. Bye. Bye.